Hey guys, welcome back to the Coach Murph podcast. Today, I'm going to be covering a topic uh, that I think is super beneficial to athletes of every uh, sport. And it's something that I know would have definitely changed the game, potentially altered my life uh, had I had um, familiarity with some sort of this situation. Uh, The reality is uh, I didn't. And again, I don't have regrets over that because I now know it and I think I think my purpose is to be in this position as a coach uh, to pass that along to athletes. So uh, parents, athletes, coaches, if you're listening to this, um, please keep an ear open and see how this can relate to you uh, if you're an athlete or uh, if you're a parent or a coach, how this can relate to your players and, and help them in this journey. So. Um, What's important to realize is that many athletes miss out on maximizing their potential when they lack information. Um, And what I am talking to in regards into information is the recruiting process. So I think anything that you transition from, from high school High school kids are so blind to uh, anything that's in that next level as a general rule. Um, You know, there are many great club programs uh, that prepare players uh, for that next level. And I had the lucky opportunity to be involved in one this summer. I traveled uh, for a month with the Mississauga Tigers. They are a uh, developmental baseball program based out of Ontario, Canada. And because they're in Canada, uh, similar to my story in New Hampshire, uh, you don't have as much exposure there. So this program really makes it a dedicated effort to make these players um, realize their goals or, or put them in position to play at the next level, which is college. You know, a, a lot of club organizations will put together a team and, um, you know, they'll, they'll have good coaches. Um, they might have good records. They might win tournaments and stuff. Uh, but ultimately, when, when you're young, the goal is development. You know, winning is awesome. Winning should always be uh, one of the pillars of what you strive for in sports. However, when in youth sports, it is always about development. It is always about allowing the players to achieve their maximum potential. And the Mississauga Tigers was a great eye opener uh, for me with that. Uh, unfortunately, not everyone has a club pro excuse me, a club program that they're a part of that provides them the guidance, the knowledge, the information, the coaching um, to make them aware of what the next level requires, uh, the possibilities of the next level, what is, um, you know, the protocol, the different things that you have to do to put yourself in the best position, all that stuff. So I'm excited to get into this today. So, of course, there are a lot of factors that go into making an athlete. There's mindset, discipline, uh, physique, athleticism, coachability, and so on. There's so many different things that you're evaluated on as an athlete. And talking about the recruiting sphere, when college coaches are going to be evaluating all those things, you have to realize as an athlete that all those things matter. Sometimes uh, players go into showcases, for example, I'm not sure... Uh, I'm I'm sure that's the same term for, you know, kind of tryouts for college coaches in other sports. Um, But point being, whenever you're in front of um, scouts, 
recruiters. You want to make sure you're on your A game and, and addressing all the different factors. Sometimes kids go in blinds and, and that's what happened to me. I've, I've gone to showcases and had no idea what to expect. Um, I had no idea, you know, a 60 yard dash was going to be, um, required a shuttle drill uh, that I was going to be evaluated on my um, throwing velocity, exit velocity. You know, I had some ideas, but had I just had someone run me through what I was going to be doing during a showcase, that's just an example of something that would have helped me way more. So the X factor in helping all those different factors that a coach is going to consider or a recruiter is going to consider um, is guidance. If you don't have someone in your ear or some sort of resource uh, that's available to you to guide you, to help you prepare, to be your mentor in your pursuit of the next level, then you're really missing out on an opportunity to realize your potential. Um, if you like, think about it like this, if you work thousands of hours, some of you may have over the span of your lifetime that you've been practicing at your sport. For me, it was baseball. I know I've put in thousands and thousands of hours over the years into that. It's really just such a shame if you put in all that work, but don't, don't put in any work on the preparation to realize your goals, which is at least the, the next step to your goal is a college level. You're spending all this time dedicating to your team, working out, practicing uh, games, sacrificing weekends, all that stuff, and you're not putting yourself in position to be uh, discovered by these coaches that you might be the best fit for the program, but they might not even know you because you're not doing anything for it. So, um, I was... I was 135 pounds soaking wet when I was a senior in high school, which, you know, you may just have skinny genetics and I think that that was me, um, but I didn't really do anything to, to bulk up. I didn't hit the weight room enough and I didn't eat enough and didn't, you know, have anyone in my ear to tell me about diet. Now, should I have asked myself, am I serious about playing in college and then you know done some of that research myself yes absolutely i should have if, if i were serious about playing at the next level then i would have found that out on my own i would have made that um decision on my own i would have i would have done what it needed to take and you know i love baseball um and I don't want to make an excuse that I didn't have someone in my ear telling me what to do, uh, but it really is invaluable to have someone guiding you. Just, just the, just the words, yeah, consistent words uh, from somebody else asking you, like, "What have you done to, um, you know, get recruited lately? Have you spoke to any colleges this week? Um, when's your next showcase that you're going to? Stuff like that. If I just had that constant reminder, someone." You know, just in asking those questions, believing me that I can make it at that next level, that just would have um, maybe been the catalyst to make me take those things seriously, like uh, my physique and my eating and my practice habits, and you know, staying more on top of my stats to to make it in line with the level that I was trying to play at, etc. Um, so. If you don't have that in your club program, which you know, only really good 
club programs, I think, will, will be really vouching for you and, and working hand in hand with you to um, make that happen for you. Uh, I say football does the best job um, in terms of helping players be seen and recruited at the next level. Uh, and I think that's because it's very centralized in high school football. There's not you know, there's not really club programs. Um, whereas in basketball and baseball, for example, and you know, even volleyball and, and more, you got your high school team and then you got your club team. So it's, it's like two different things that you're kind of bouncing between. So uh, in theory, it's just, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen, too many, too many things going on. Um, I think centralization helps, and I think that model's kind of been proven in, in football. Uh, but that's not an excuse. I think if, but that gives you two different options. First, you ask yourself, does your high school um, staff help you get recruited? Two, does your club staff help you get recruited? If the answer to both of those is not confident, it's not a confident yes, then you need to seek other outlets on how to get the best information. Um, one of them is online. Um, you know, it sounds kind of silly, you never really think about like Googling how do I get recruited on Google, um, but you know, the internet will have an answer or be able to bring you in the direction of where the answer lies for everything. Um, and that goes back to me, you know, should have should have been taking more responsibility to uh, pursue what you know I said my dream outcome was playing college baseball, um, and you know I did end up uh, committing to a D three college actually right down the street from me. My little sister goes there. It's uh, University of Dallas, um, but I don't know. I, I had this dream to also. Um, be in the business of baseball. I think that was end goal. Uh, I had the realization that uh, I wasn't going to be a major league baseball player. So I always had this outlook of, you know, what is my um, career, like my end career going to look like? And um, I knew that was in sport business. And, you know, I, again, I don't necessarily regret um, how my career went at all because I'm in a position that I love. I love coaching and I'm, I'm in the business of baseball and that's what I went to school for and I think um, I ended up going to the University of South Carolina and University of New Hampshire, uh, two big state schools and I played club baseball there which um, you know we had great talent on those teams and I think uh, at I think it was on par with um, many D3 level programs so I still was able to play uh, competitive baseball uh, and while I'm saying that, that that's also a good thing to consider uh, for players looking to play in college um, I guess you got to be realistic with yourself everyone has different um, ideal outcomes and different things that they prioritize um, for me I love baseball but I knew I want to put myself in the best position for my career and playing club baseball allowed me more time because we didn't have as strict of a practice schedule um, and you know it's just overall less lesser time commitment so that allowed me to join different clubs uh, for example I was um, 
the vice president of marketing for Sport Careers Club, which undoubtedly allowed me to get a internship with the Boston Red Sox, which you know led to all these different things, um, making me learn more about the business of sport and all that. So that's all to say, um, you know, you, you got to evaluate what your end goal is and, and what you're pursuing before you start reaching out. You have to have a clear idea of what your objectives are. Um, but even with that and being grateful for the position that I'm in now, it would have been so everyone loves options. Everyone loves more options, more opportunities. And that's what this is about. If you don't have someone in your ear, you're robbing yourself of opportunities um, to play at the next level. Uh, to get more scholarship money. Um, there's just so many different advantages that come with, you know, taking the steps to give yourself an advantage in the recruiting process. So that is so huge. Um, and back to if you don't have a high school or a club coach uh, guiding you through that recruitment process, one you're going to look up on Google, you know, different ways to do that. You might seek um, advice from a peer of yours like if you uh, when you're a freshman if there's a senior that went on to a school of the caliber that you want to play at why don't you reach out to that player and you know he can recall that um, he or she can recall that so recently that they'll have valuable information to give you so network with your peers uh, but then also something like this I I didn't do too much research on um, the the information like a podcast or something available to athletes to guide them through this process, but I hope that this is uh, something like that for you. That's my objective of making this. I want everything that I'm saying on these episodes to be something that can help you as an athlete. I want this to be something you can put on uh, while you're in the car, while you're doing your workouts uh, to get better at your sport and make yourself more recruitable and, and whatnot. Uh, I want this to be something that's constantly in your ear providing you value. So um, one, I guess, uh, keep, keep following the show because every week, every episode, I'm going to be uh, providing uh, something just like with all my social media posts. My goal is to uh, provide some sort of value and this is something that you can kind of just put in your ear when you're at the gym and whatnot. So uh, keep, keep in touch with this. Ask yourself if you uh, have the right people in your corner. Uh, if you don't, in terms of the guidance process, uh, get get the right information, get the right resources, because it's it's what's going to guide you and, and open yourself for opportunities and, and allow you to maximize your potential. There may be the perfect program out there for you that you just don't know because you haven't done your due diligence and research. So what I would suggest are these three steps. First, make a list, or actually first, Ask yourself if you are serious about playing college baseball or you know that that's the baseball coach in me but again this is for all athletes ask yourself if you're serious about playing at the college level ask yourself if you're serious about playing at the college level and everything that that entails so um, you got to be ready to commit to that um, to the regimented workouts, practices, and all that, it's going to be a big part of your college career. Um, so you gotta, you know, come to terms with this is what you want. 
um, and you got to understand why you want this. All right. So have an honest conversation about yourself uh, before you just blindly go into this whole process. Uh, so two, once you say, yes, I want to be a college player. I, I love this game so much. I want to keep competing at this level. I know it will uh, be great socially for me being around uh, all my teammates and all that. And potentially I want to play at the next level after college. Once you come to terms with that, then make a list of at least 10, at least 10 schools that align with where you want to be. So things to consider when you're making a list about schools, you want to ask yourself what is important to you. And and something that you might start with is I want to play immediately. So you want to play as a freshman. So obviously, you know, if you are, you know, this, uh, if, if you're a standout and you want to play right away as a freshman, those opportunities to play right away get more and more scarce, more and more scarce, excuse me, the, the higher level that you go up. So you have to ask yourself, are you more concerned with the reputation or the status of the school that you want to go to? Or are you more concerned about your ability to produce and play um, the most and, and those will exist more on you know as you go down in levels uh, you know that that's just a general rule um, every situation is going to be different and, and you're only going to find out those specifics if you uh, do your research but make a list of 10 schools that are in line with what you prioritize playing time versus status versus uh, state school versus uh, geographic location all of those things make sure you have an idea of what's important to you and make a list of 10 and then lastly you are going to use your phone your laptop and you are going to contact these coaches and this is so easy to do first off the most important thing is you go to that school's uh, athletic website and then you click on the sport that you know you play and nine times out of ten the coach's contact information will be listed there. So you will write down all this information, gather it. I suggest doing this on a Excel sheet. Do this on an Excel sheet so you can easily track it um, rather than you know just making random calls, sending random emails and having to dig through back uh, your, your sent messages and try to find it again. Put it in an Excel sheet, that'll just save you so much time down the road. Um, but yes, gather their email. Uh, they, they probably have their phone number in there too. You need to not be scared to give them a call. As you grow up, in anything that you do, you're going to have to get on the phone and make phone calls. You don't have to be a salesman to do that, but anyone that's serious about uh, making something happen in any industry, in any aspect of life, you're gonna have to just get on the call, get on the phone and make a call. So get comfortable doing that. And if, you're, if you just prioritize respect uh, when you're on the phone, there's very few cir- circumstances that you can lose in that situation. Um, so, and coaches will probably respect it. So, get their contact information, and you can also, once you get their name from the school website, you can even look them up on Twitter, uh, which I guess is X now. Um, I still feel feel weird about saying that, but uh, Instagram I would suggest as probably the best way to contact coaches as well. Um, 
social media is such a powerful tool. I know this firsthand from uh, creating platforms on social media. Uh, people can reach out to me whenever and it's gave me the greatest, um, some of the greatest relationships that I have in my life because I wouldn't have known these people uh, without the power of social media and the interconnectedness uh, nature of it. So um, realize that everyone with a phone is probably going to have social media and that includes your coaches. And a lot of these coaches use their phone uh, for baseball purposes and, and their feed is probably consisting a lot of baseball and they're seeing clips and recruiting clips of players playing. Uh, so you know, it's, it's not out of pocket to go ahead and send them a DM. Again, as long as you conduct yourself uh, being respectful, if you lead with respect, you are never going to lose. That is very important to, to uh, remember. Just lead with respect and you will not lose. So find their phone numbers, emails, uh, social medias if you can, and just reach out to them. Uh, introduce yourself. And this is kind of like a fourth bonus step, but it, it is a requirement, not even a bonus. You need to put your uh, game workout, just your athlete profile, in one specific spot. So uh, not sure exactly how it works in other sports, but in baseball we have um, perfect game profiles. So perfect game is a, for lack of a better term, a company that runs showcases, which is you know where you get evaluated. They mark down your uh, metrics, like your exit velocity, speed times, all that good stuff, and they package it into your player profile. But that's something that they have control over. You go to their showcase, they make a profile for you on their website, and um, you know what, whatever you perform at the showcase, that's what's going to be listed on your profile. However, I would suggest making your own profile that you have um, control over. So this doesn't have to like be making your own website. You can create an Instagram specific pay or a sports specific Instagram for yourself, and in that you can link that perfect game link, or you know I'm sure that exists in all these other sports like Huddle for football, um, Max Preps for basketball and baseball. Uh, you want to put all those relevant websites and stuff like in your bio for example you can make a, a link tree that has all those accessible um, on Instagram you can make highlights so right under your bio there'll be little circles that you can group together certain things like game clips workout clips uh, metrics where you can put you um, you know uh, throwing 88 miles per hour uh, or for basketball you can uh, show yourself uh, I'm trying to think of a good good uh, metric for basketball but anyways I'm just saying that you can group uh, the different things that coach would want coaches would want to see by category on there and it's just an I suggest Instagram because that's what I'm familiar with it but its platform just makes it so easy to to group things and organize things. And when you're reaching out to a coach, if they have any trouble or resistance in accessing your player profile, they're gonna get frustrated and just move on. You gotta make this as accessible as possible. All right, so if you're emailing them, every time you contact them, you want to send that player profile. So in this case, what I'm suggesting, that could be your Instagram link, and they can click on that and have access to everything that they need to know who you are as a player. 
Another way you could do that if you're not a social media person or, or if you think this is just more effective, you can also create a Google Drive folder. So um, Google Drive is just something, it's, it's like a, it's like a memory box that you get with a Google account. So if you make a Gmail, you'll automatically have access to Google Drive. Within this, you can create uh, spreadsheets, you can make uh, Google Docs, uh, and then you can upload clips and whatnot. Uh, so this is obviously a really good tool that you can put on the cloud, quote unquote, uh, to you can put your links in different, or your clips in different folders. Again, like I was saying, by game clip, workout clip, metric clips, um, interview clips, if you have those. Uh, anything, again, that helps a coach understand who you are as a player, uh, your grades, etc. The point being, I want you to put everything together into one central hub that consists of everything that a coach would want to see uh, to familiarize them or to get familiarized with who you are as a player to see if they are the right fit. So don't be afraid to um, like show all this stuff. You know, and I think what that comes from is like as a player, do oh man, is, is, is the coach going to uh, judge me for not having a you know, 350 batting average or is, is a coach gonna judge me for not shooting 40% from three? Things like that. Um, your stats are your stats. You just gotta think about being transparent and the more transparent you are, the more that a coach is able to, to trust you. Um, you can't go back and change uh, what's already been done in terms of you know what you have your, your stats and all that uh, of course you want to paint yourself in the best light but never be dishonest and just be transparent um, the reason I say all this is coach like I'm so passionate about about players changing the thinking from recruiting that's what we call it recruiting uh, but with that word translates to is I'm gonna sit and wait and wait till a coach talks to me which is absolutely the wrong way to go about it what we really should be thinking recruiting as is uh, networking and a lot of young people don't really understand what uh, networking is young adults do that's probably the most heard word you'll see as you get into college and uh, young adult life is networking all networking means is you want to uh, contact and make others familiar with you. You want to proactively reach out, um, making friends. Uh, in, in the business world, networking is like um, you know scheduling a call to discuss uh, the field of industry that you're in, etc. Uh, it's basically just proactively interconnecting with someone else. So how that looks in the baseball world is exactly what I'm talking about. Reaching out to them, uh, to coaches by email, phone, social media, DM, all this to uh, network with them, to get them familiar with you. And it's so important because coaches are, are really any person in any, any person wants to work with people that they are familiar with. So if you give yourself uh, the most, if you're as transparent as can be to a coach, that allows them to be more and more familiar with you, uh, which increases your opportunity to 
you know, be successful in, in working with their program because a coach is more likely to be open to welcoming you to their program if they are familiar with you. So, you know, I'm very passionate about this. I think that is kind of what leads to my rambling, but I'm sure, I have no doubt that what I said in here can help so many of you, I know if I, like, I feel like I'm talking to my 16 year old self, uh, and if I had heard this, I'd be like, dang, like, I need to start eating better, and you start working out. I need to realize what my objectives are. Do I really want to play baseball? I probably would have college baseball. I would have said yes, and then I would have made my list of 10. I would have realized what I wanted. I probably would have made a list of, uh, you know, three D2 schools, seven D3 schools. I would have found um, schools that were a little bit farther away because I'd, I'd want a new experience away from home, away from New England, experience something new. Uh, and that's kind of what I did for the offer that I got from University of Dallas. Uh, I wanted a Catholic school that was very important to me. Um, because you know that's just how I grew up. So that was a D3 Catholic school in Texas, which gave me a different uh, experience. I had my best friend and his family down living in Texas, so I had a support system down there. Um, it's, it's things like those you have to consider um, that is going to lead you to uh, finding the best programs that fit for you. Uh, but again, uh, listen through this, listen through this a second time, put it on while you're in the gym, uh, put it on while you're, um, in the car, etc. Just really take this seriously because this is a pivotal decision in your life. Uh, and it's, it's unfortunate, I guess not unfortunate, it's just reality that when you're 16 or 17, sometimes you have to make the most mature decisions that you'll ever make in your life. And it, it, I hate that sometimes kids go through this without any guidance. This is so important and I want this to be, um, you know, I don't want you to have any regrets. I want you to have put yourself in the best position to succeed as possible. So that's what I'm hoping to do. I'll leave it there. If you have any questions, DM me. Instagram is the best place. Again, I'm at iCoachBaseball. But uh, again, best of luck to you. Make sure you follow those steps and I'll catch you in the next one. Again, this is Coach Murph and I'll see you later.